Welcome to Goodbody's Market Pulse Update for 12th of April 2021. Every Monday, we provide a concise overview of the key themes driving financial markets and investor decisions around the world. We're joined today by Chief Investment Officer Bernard Swords. Good morning, Bernard. As we start a new quarter, and I guess following the Easter break, it's probably worth reflecting back on the first quarter of 2021. Strong momentum in equities has been the key theme. Isn't that right, Bernard? Uh, yes, good morning, Terry. Good morning, everybody. Uh, yes, it, it's been equities have been the leading asset class. Um, it has been about the economic uh, activity, uh, both current and prospective. Uh, then we had further policy uh, response, in particular the US. We had another uh, pandemic relief stimulus plan being, being put in place and that will be dispersed now over the next few months. So it was, we were getting data saying that the global economy was performing better than people expected are not as bad as people expected, as we still had lockdowns around the world. Um, and then uh, forecasts being pushed up. So if we take at the, the start of the year, we would have expected the global economy to grow something like just over 5%. That's now 56 5.7% um, as expectations for the US economy has been, pu- been pushed up by two points. Um, that led into the, we've seen that transfer into earnings forecasts as well. So we would have ambi- ambitious at the start of the year saying, uh, earnings will grow by 25% in 20, uh, 2021. That's now 29%. Um, and it's very unusual to see, um, forecasts pushed up in the first quarter. Normally they come down. We're too optimistic at the start of the year and realism bites, but that's been the reverse. Uh, we've seen uh, the forecast being increased. So it's been all about um, the global economy performing better, vaccinations rolling out to help that recovery go along, a further fiscal stimulus from the US to get again, to get moving in the second quarter um, and that translating into very strong earnings growth. And that's what has delivered a, a, a very strong return from equities, you know, 9% in the first quarter in euro terms is, is what we've got from world equities. Uh, meanwhile, fixed income ha- has been a bit more troubled. Yeah, it, it was a challenging quarter. So if we look at the euro area fixed income market, the broad market, it delivered just uh, just shy of a, a 2% loss on the quarter. Uh, Credit did a bit better than Sovereign. So it's been really the Sovereign has been the weak, weak spot. Credit uh, was down probably at 0.5, 0.6%, something of that order. So better preservation in the credit area than you had in the Sovereign debt. Um, and the, the factors there, I want, one is the very low yields that we were starting with. So we were starting with negative yields. So you're, you're going to get a negative return if you hold a negative yielding asset. Um, and then it was all the stimulus, all the growth. Bond market's getting a little bit concerned about whether uh, this will deliver uh, inflation and it's obviously delivering larger deficits, so more bond supply. Um, but it was still reasonably orderly. Um, I think the backstop of the central banks uh, being there uh, did help it, uh, although there was trouble, it was a troubled market. It was still quite orderly. There was no, no disarray at any stage. Um, as we've spoken of the last number of weeks, the U.S. market, the U.S. fixed income market was particularly weak, so U.S. sovereigns is down by four and a half percent. Our total return four and a half minus four and a half percent in in Q1, and that's that's why we're taking that opportunity to switch some of our exposure into the U.S. Where we thought it's probably uh, getting getting to levels of value given given the trouble that that it's gone through in the first quarter. 
And I suppose, Bernard, uh, you know, we're 12 days into a new quarter. Uh, how do you feel about Q2 and, and in terms of outlook and, and how our portfolio is positioned accordingly? If we look at Q2, I suppose, as I said, Q1 was all about uh, economic strength and greater confidence about the, the, the global economy. Uh, but while that was going on, central banks kept saying that uh, we are going to wait until inflation has arrived and it is above our target for a period of time. So when we look at that, despite all the growth that we're getting and the optimism that is there, the timeline for interest rate increases did not move really over the first quarter. So you're still looking at you know, probably 2023, uh, before we see interest rates beginning, beginning to increase. Um, so when we look at what that means for us allocation going forward, you really have to put your money to work in the financial markets because you're getting negative return, uh, uh, and deposit accounts. Um, will it be as good as the, the first quarter? Um, Probably not. Uh, I don't think we'll see a continuation of that type of momentum in equity markets. There will be a bit of travel and arrival uh, as we get the strong figures through Q2. Well, we'd be saying, well, we expected strong figures, so probably won't push us, uh, push us up any further. Um, unlikely to get any more uh, fiscal surprises, which we did get in the first quarter. We did get a fiscal surprise. Probably won't get that in the second quarter. So we have the infrastructure plan, uh, which President Biden just outlined two weeks, 10 days ago, two weeks ago, uh, which is in line with his manifesto, what he said uh, early last year. So there's, there's nothing particularly new in it. Um, if it comes to fruition, the level of spending he's talking about uh, would be quite a boost to the economy, but a lot of negotiation that has to go on there. Um, and the tax element is is no worse uh, than, than he revealed last year. So the drag there would probably be offset by uh, the benefits of increased spending. But that's that's further down the road. Uh, there'll be a lot of negotiation to, to go on with that. So I think if we look at Q2, we're still in recovery mode uh, in the global economy. So that keeps you skewed to equities and maintain our equity exposure. Um, probably not with the same momentum that we had in, in the first quarter. So we'd probably change the mix a little bit coming out of what we call early cycle uh, companies and sectors, ones that benefit from the initial bounce and moving into uh, probably more sectors and companies that benefit from the sort of mid-stage of the cycle uh, where they get better demand, better pricing as you go further through the recovery than the early stages. So the asset allocation, uh, we're well overweight equities, we maintain that. Uh, the global economy is a, a, on an upswing. Um, on fixed income, we're underweight and we, we leave that where, where it is. Uh, we'll revisit whether we switch more euro area exposure to the US. And within the equity uh, equity mix, it, it's probably toning down the cyclicality uh, or the degree, uh, the degree of the level we leave, the type of cyclicality we'll probably change into more mid-cycle uh, ones. So coming out of um, some of the more deep industrials um, and going into broader sectors. That's great, Bernard. Thank you for that. That concludes this week's episode of Market Pulse. For further news and analysis on markets, financial planning and investments, please go to www.ie forward slash insights.